Audience Matt Mosley show. I thought we might need to wait for the for the big uh, the big moment there, but what we cannot keep Coach Collin waiting. Nikki Collin joining us on her weekly appearance, and uh, Nikki, I uh, hope things are uh, are are going well. Do you like that song Thunder? You, are you an ACDC fan at all? Is that in your oh, wheelhouse? Oh, I mean, I. Fan, I mean, it's kind of part of childhood, right? Like, I mean, I, I think that's the biggest part of it. <laughs> you and I, I are about to say, see me, see me lining up for an ACDC concert, but <laughs> but I appreciate the song. I could see you maybe uh, some U two, or maybe some uh, Depeche Mode, having been in your past. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, something something along those lines because we're pretty much the same age. So I think we've had we had maybe even Huey Lewis in the news. I, I went through oh, that wow. as a kid. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the only the, I mean, <laughs> it's right. I can't fight this feeling. Oh my gosh! You yeah. Sometimes if you, you didn't. You didn't hear that at a junior high dance. You were not living. You were not getting out because that was back. Yeah, and then Jack yeah. Wagner had that. Jack Wagner had the all all I need. That was a big mm. man. Those were those were powerful moments when we were in junior high. Uh, <laughs> it is Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball never know, choice. I never know what's going to come up in these conversations. I mean, I know even the listeners like on the edge of their seat. I know, and you're live now, so it's not like we could cut any of this out. <laughs> the uh, Nikki, this is a uh, now you you told me that that game you got me all worried. Like, well, maybe I was underestimating UTA, and you came at me. Oh, they got this transfer from SMU. They got this transfer from somewhere else, and so there I am, all tuned in. Like, whew, I hope this isn't a nail biter. And I'm I'm trying to get to see if I have it right. Like fifty, what was this? Sixty-five points or something, y'all. This was a uh, they, this was not close. So I feel like you misled me a little bit about UTA. But let's make it more about your team playing really well. And uh, and 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 you really did, you know, put a put a nice game together there. Yeah, I think. Um... You know, watch them against Kansas, watch them against Oklahoma. You know, I mean, they were in a tie game with Kansas with like a minute and a half to go. Um, you know, I, I, my team knew, like I, at even at shoot-around that day, you know, I, I had given them some information. And I said, had, has anyone figured out, like, what I do when I'm nervous? You know, that, that I, I give you more information than you want. You know, like that it's, it's, you know, this kid goes right 84% of the time. Like we're telling you she goes right, but I'm telling you she goes right 84% of the time. You know, when I, when I get nervous, the only thing I can do is get more information, you know, like find ways to like, you know, prepare my team a little bit better. Um, and you know, and I actually did something in that game that I, I don't usually do. Um, you know, the game started, um, Bugs missed a couple layups. I took her out. I put Bella in. Um, Bella missed a couple layups and a couple free throws. I took her out. I put Kendra in. Like, I felt 
Like we needed to get off to a good start. And I'm not, I'm not a coach that's quick to pull. Like I just don't think that that gives players the confidence to make plays when the game's on the line. If they constantly feel like, oh, if I miss a layup, if I miss a free throw, if I make a defensive mistake, then I'm going to come out. Now I have my limits. Don't get me wrong. It's not like, hey, go out there and play horrible and I'm going to keep patting you on the back type of thing. Um, but, you know, I just I felt that we needed to play well. I felt that we needed to get it off to a good start. And, you know, so I, I just feel like it was a game that we did a really, really good job defensively, set the tone defensively, set the tone on the boards. We got, you know, two of their key players in foul trouble early. Um, and, and I think that kind of set the tone. They were less aggressive. Um, they certainly didn't press us as much as I anticipated. And so they could kind of never get rolling, um, partially, I think, because of the foul trouble. Well, and you shot 50% from three, and I think that's always a very uh, positive thing, and I, that's about right. I know sometimes you you want your team, when they're off, to, to get it inside and get some of those paint touches and all of that, but, boy, they were they were hitting in that, in this game uh, the other night. I, I I was real particularly interested in what you said after the game about uh, Van Geitenbeek, Jana Van, uh, Van Geitenbeek, and, and I, I was struck by that because I do, I do think, and you've said this in our visits before, she, her journey and, and starting out where she did and then coming to Baylor I think reminds you a little bit maybe of, of your journey to a certain extent. But um, there's just something about, and then watching her hit all three of her threes and score 15 points, and I think that came close to a career high. That that really um, get, grabbed your attention, and and it seemed like uh, uh, you just seemed like you were particularly struck by that after the game. Well, I think she struggled. You know, I think she's, mm-hmm. um, and and we've had conversations about, um, you know. I'm like, I'm going to give you grace, but you got to give yourself grace, you know? Yeah. And it, everything may not come together exactly how you want it to, you know? Like, we all we all dream of these fairy tales. And, and, like, oftentimes college basketball mirrors real life, you know, and you. Um, I, I firmly believe that the best thing that happened to me as a player was sitting out a year, you know, getting my mojo back, playing with the practice squad every day, playing against the girls, not getting yelled at, you know, like not having to do everything right and just kind of get that feel back, you know. And and in some ways, sometimes it's that love for the game back, you know. And and so, you know, you, I I get why no one wants to sit out. I absolutely um, understand it. and, And it's not like I'm asking us to go backwards, you know. I just think that it takes time when you think about someone who the last time like they were out there and they were the it girl, you know, was two and a half years ago, you know, playing in a state championship in Colorado as a senior. And then you go and you win a national championship and you go to a final four and you play on a team with 17 players. And, and, you know, I just think that there's something to be said for, how much of the game is mental and so much of this game is mental. So give, getting over that mental hurdle of, of really believing in yourself, not just telling yourself that you believe in yourself, um, but, but being able to, to do the things that you expect 
to do, you know, as a player and do well and, and kind of have the confidence to, to step up and make plays, it takes time. And so I was, I was, I was just really happy for, and it could have been mm-hmm. her not being, you know, six for six overall, but it could have been three for three, you know, and just making the right plays. That's part of the process, you know? And so um, I don't think she should expect to go six for six. I don't you know, I mean, all of these things are, um, you know, game to game, but I do think that moments like that give you confidence and, and keep pushing you forward. Talking to Nikki Collett on the Matt Mosley show, Baylor women's basketball coach. And, uh, also, the uh, Night Ranger came to mind, uh, Sister Christian, Coach. I'm all these now. I'm going back thinking about these. Uh, I'm thinking some of the... about busting out singing that, but I, I don't know if I want people <laughs> to turn the radio down. So, you know, I can see, yeah, that and Journey, and uh, don't believe me, I I can make them turn it down. I've had to, that that happens on a <laughs> on a daily basis. Uh, we'll try to keep it on the tracks here. Now, uh, Asia Blackwell, she. I know you had to be pleased. You had teased that on on your last appearance that there might be an upcoming uh, statement. She did make a statement, and I think everybody was thrilled to see how hopeful her statement was and said, you know, she did share a little bit about it was a knee injury and that uh, she's very hopeful she can return soon. And so, you know, having, I'm sure everybody constantly asked you about that, uh, I, I bet you were happy that she decided to release a little bit of medical news. Or, and, and I think everybody was very encouraged by that. Um, and I, there's only so much I can ask, but is there, um, from a practice standpoint, has she been, what is she, is she able to kind of, uh, from a conditioning standpoint, is, is there any way you can answer kind of where she is? Like, it, once she's cleared to go, do you think it'll be a pretty quick ramp-up process? Yeah, I, I can say she was in practice today um, mm, for the first mm. time. Um, I don't know that I can say, you know, I, I think, but I think people have to understand that they're exactly what you were just talking about. You know, there's there's the knee component um, and then there's the, the conditioning and monitoring that and not wanting to create other issues. You know, I've watched so many players try to like full on go and all of a sudden end up with a (laughs) nagging hamstring then that they're dealing with for a month because they just, you know, didn't have that ramp up process. So Mm -hmm. we're going to be really, really careful um, with her. Um, We know she's got a huge future ahead of her. And so it's about getting her back, um, you know, kind of day to day and pushing her mileage a little bit each day and and making sure that not only um, that her knee is holding up the way it needs to hold up, but that, you know, her conditioning and we're not we're not causing issues in other areas. And um, but, you know, we're we're limiting contact um, to some degree right now. But but it was good to definitely have her, you know, just kind of in in drills even if they're shooting drills and so um yeah i would say at this point day to day but we'll try to try to build her up each and every day and and kind of evaluate um that way okay so day to day tells me that um you wouldn't rule her out for the arizona game sunday but you wouldn't rule her in just kind of a a day-to-day situation correct Okay. Okay. I've tried to put words in your mouth, uh, but yes, yeah. day 
day to day. We'll uh, we'll stick with that one. And speaking of that, that's what a fun matchup that's going to be. Now I know you don't like looking past any game, and that'll be fun um, on Thursday. Uh, Tennessee State will be in town. That's an 11 a.m. start. That is the 15th, by the way, and people kind of start to get off on break, at least the college kids. That will start up for them. Uh, that'll be um, – now, is that, the, is that the opportunity for some of our elementary age students to get out to uh, do a game? A game, and it'll, it'll be perfect because they'll have some of the energy at 11 a.m. right before Christmas break. <laughs> probably the teachers, uh, you know, other than chaperoning the trip there and back, you know, it's probably perfect for them as, as you know, this final week kind of before – the break happens and and kids are are squirrely anyway at that point um so you know i know that we've got maybe two times as many coming as we did a year ago and so excited to kind of <laughs> fill, fill the arena with a bunch of kids who will scream for the sake of screaming yeah um, whether they know a thing about basketball or nothing about basketball so yeah and and, and tennessee state you know you you i'm not big on on looking past certainly yeah, there's a game will be a big game, and and I actually think that um, how Tennessee State plays, while not the same, not the exact same as Arizona, um, they will press. They'll probably press for 40 minutes. Um, you know, kind of who they are. They create chaos and and W and and rotate and and try to make you make decisions and and sometimes make non-decision makers. You know, make decisions, and so. Um, it will it will prepare us. I mean, Arizona is a 94 foot, um, you know, kind of offensive or defensive team, um, and so if nothing else, like it, it's nice when you don't go from a team that plays, you know, 40 minutes a half court zone to a team that's going to play 94 feet of man to man pressure. So, you know, I think as as we ramp back up after finals, um, you know, we we do get a really good test, at least from a pressing perspective, if not, you know, from, from an RPI or, or net rating perspective, I think Tennessee state is really athletic and, you know, is going to, is going to challenge us in, in certain areas. All right. And then uh, the Arizona, what, what happened, by the way, I saw that result against Kansas and was uh, and that, I think that game was uh, at that point, Arizona, I think was ranked 20th in the country. Uh, and twelve, twelve, actually, yeah, twelfth. And okay, I'm seeing the latest ranking. I got you. They dropped them quite a bit. Twelfth uh, in the country going to that game, and I, I got to see some of the social media, and I saw some a, a few of the highlights, and obviously a huge win for the uh, the Kansas program. But to win that thing, I think it was like seventy seven to to fifty. Uh, have, did you get to watch that game? Have you kind of started breaking down I, Arizona? I, I was. Yeah, I was actually. Out- Recruiting, um, but my yeah. flight got delayed, so I was watching on my iPad um, live. And uh, you know, Kansas had an unbelievable second half. I mean, I, I think in the first half, you know, it was nip and tuck. There wasn't a ton of scoring. There was a lot of scoring in the first like four minutes, and then nobody scored for a while. Um, and then the second half, Kansas just blew the doors off. And you know, they they did a good job. Look. I talked all last year about how good Kansas was, you know, I mean, and how yeah. good a win on the road, which, you know, got us off our O2 skid in conference play and how easily that could have not happened. Um, you know, I, I just think they're a team that returned all their key players, you know, added a good transfer in Mayberry. Like they're, 
Um, they know what they do. They know what they're looking for. Um, they defend you. They really are good in their their defensive ball screen coverage and their ice. Like they they play downhill. They can they can stretch out and make some shots. They you know they've got a shot blocker in Jackson. Like they just they're a veteran team that plays well together. And I I think that you know right now Arizona um, has really talented pieces. I mean. Um, Pellington's a, a fifth-year senior, and Kate Reese is a fifth-year senior for them. Um, but then they've got transfers. Martinez um, from West Virginia, you know, is, is a veteran transfer. Lauren Fields from Oklahoma State is a veteran transfer. Um, but it, it takes time, and I think they – Kansas was their first. I, I think New Mexico gave them a good game. Long Beach gave them a good game for a half. Um, but this was a huge step up in competition, and it kind of showed. Like, I think it was the first time they've really been punched. And, and I'm sure, um, like all coaches, you know, Coach Barnes looks at that and says, okay, we needed that. You know, we needed to get smacked. We needed to see where we're not good. We were getting too uh-huh. comfortable scoring 100 points, you know, against teams rated 300 and below. And, and you know, you, you need that eye-opener. And so I, I, I know they play um, tomorrow. I believe, and so before they come play us. So I'm sure yeah. there's like a rededication to we, we've we got some work to do. We're maybe not as good as we thought we were when we were ranked 12th. And and so, you know, I I, I expect them, you know, to, to, to give us a really good game. But Kansas Kansas deserves a lot of credit. They, they really played well. All right, uh, that's going to be uh, that'll be a fast. That'll be a lot of fun, and a lot of Baylor fans are planning to be there at, in Dallas. The uh, AAC uh, six thirty tip on Sunday, uh, number eighteen Baylor versus number twenty Arizona, two teams with incredible pedigree and and programs, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Last thing I had for you, um, any I was looking at some of the dates, and I know that second semester a tip actually. Uh, we'll start up. I'm looking at who y'all play. You got a home game. Oklahoma State comes in there January 11th. If we're thinking about the, we're, we're being very uh, optimistic about hopefully Dre Edwards being able to come back. Is everything uh, still happening in that direction? Or are we still having? Um, uh, are, are, are there good vibes toward maybe getting her back? I don't know in time for the start of conference, but fairly early in the conference season. I am always going to remain optimistic until I can't <laughs> anymore. Um, but I certainly think what I what I would tell fans right now mm-hmm. is there 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 is no movement. There's no um, you know there's there's still some waivers to be um, seen and heard and um, you know we we need we need some balls to bounce our way um, and and so. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any kind of timeline on her other than she will be day to day until she's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, day to day. All right, updates on Asia and uh, uh, that. That's but that's exciting on Asia because it does seem like like you say you'll kind of ramp start ramping her up a little bit, maybe more and more, and then certainly in time for conference, it's starting to sound like she will be involved. And what a uh, again, you know, you've had some really positive things happen while she's out of the lineup, and so uh, hopefully it'll be a seamless type transition. 
uh, as uh, as you add her back in. Coach, excited. A lot of Baylor fans, both the men and women, a unique opportunity for Sunday evening at a place where a lot of us uh, go to watch the Mavericks. And I, I'm sure your players are excited and, and obviously some, some big stuff coming up there in women's basketball as a whole. So uh, uh, look, looking forward to that game and appreciate you being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. There she goes, Nikki Collin, off to listen to her playlist, her 80s playlist, maybe uh, Twisted Sister. We did talk about uh, Sister Christian, and um, I, I, I would imagine REM's probably in there as well, but uh, uh, she very, very much so, REO Speedwagon seemed to, uh, to kind of get her role in there. It is the Matt Mosley Show. 